I now pronounce you husband and wife. This is how we control our future. Better the devil you know, right? I will not go to war against my own blood. I should have treated you like a partner. It's not too late. Yeah, it is. You are now listening to the Q&E Podcast. Is this what you want? Huh? Is this what you want? I'm trying to get again, What's up, everybody? You are listening to the Q&E Podcast, and you're here with your boy Q Hicks right now. And I got Egga on the other line. Egga, tell the people what's good. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Q&E Podcast. And today we are reviewing Snowfall Season 5, 8. And this episode was titled Celebration. And in this episode, all we're doing is we're just experiencing Jerome and Louis' wedding. But it's in one of the craziest ways ever. Everybody gets, uh, you know, dosed with LSD. I don't know if it was shrooms or acid or whatever the hell it was, but everybody was going on a mental and emotional trip this episode. And it was honestly, in my opinion, one of the best acting performances out of everybody in this show throughout the entire series. And I think that was the biggest thing I took away from this episode, man. Franklin and the the conversation that he was having with himself, the hallucinations he was having, the the reality that he has to that he has to really face in real time, but he's really thinking it in his uh in his in his mind already, even though it hasn't come to reality at this moment. Like he was talking about being betrayed by his uh by his by his own people and one of his hallucinations, and literally. Uh, the next scene or scenes later, we got Louis saying like, yeah, we ain't going to be together no more. Like this partnership is done for us. So you seeing all of his fears come to life and that shit is just dope to me, bro. And I, I love the scene that he had when he was talking to himself, that shit right there, bro. That's Emmy nomination, Emmy winning like type performance, bro. And the way he was just so calm and collect as his current self and the way they were able to have him, uh, be very dramatic and be very, you know, truthful as his younger self. I thought that was such a great scene. And another scene where I thought the acting was brilliant was the monologues that Louis and Jerome were going on when they were professing their feelings to each other. Because at first I was confused as hell. I'm like, they were they talking at the talking same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they yeah. kept talking over each other. I'm like, let each other finish. But I'm like, oh, like in their head, the other person isn't talking. So they're just explaining how they feel and shit. And it just, it went so harmoniously together at the end because they ended up saying the exact same thing to each other at the end of the monologue. So I thought that shit was brilliant too. Yeah, bro. It was. It was a lot of shit that was moved or pushed forward in this episode. We finally got Sissy's agent once again. It looks like the agent works for the DEA, so that's an interesting plot point because they're bringing them back from, like, season two or season three. Mm -hmm. We kind of seen him in last season, too, because he was kind of talking to Irene, but now we see him pop up again with this agent. It's like it's all really connecting now as the the bigger evil. That's why they're trying to knock Teddy out of the game for really killing Irene. Might be the, the biggest reason. And for the mm-hmm. reason that uh, Gustavo killed old girl in like season two or season one, yeah. I think all of that shit could be the reason that he's finally coming back and trying to actually get Teddy out of the game. But we also see Teddy uh, trying to get Franklin because Franklin, while he was drugged, really spilled the beans on what the hell was going on, how he thought <laughs> about Teddy. And that shit blew me, dog. I didn't even go lie to you, bro. For real, bro. I was, bro. I was 
I'm like, come on, bro. You tell this nigga. I don't give a damn what you own, bro. This is the worst nigga you need to be telling your secrets to or your fears to, my nigga. And now he finna, he finna take advantage because now your tactical advantage is gone. Because he thought yeah, that y'all was cool. He always looked had a, a side eye at you, but he thought y'all were still on like a, a cool type of level. But now that he knows that, oh, you, you feel this way about me? Oh, this nigga Teddy. Oh, he finna look at you completely different. And he already got your replacement, too. So he yeah. can really get your ass out the game if he wanted to, frankly. <laughs> so I'm like, bro, I don't give a damn what drugs he was on, bro. He fucked the game up with that shit, bro. It was the fact that out of everything he hallucinated, that's the one thing he actually did do. And that's what pissed me off. I'm like, bro, so you mean to tell me the talk to Veronique was fake? Uh, the um, the situation he had with his mom was real. That but was that real. shit kind of real. Yeah, that shit kind of threw yeah. me off, too. Because she yeah, pissed yeah. me off with that. How you gonna try to calm your son down and then grab his face and then start talking <laughs> shit to him? Like, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> I was confused too, bro. I was, oh, because I was like, damn, is this how he really feels about how the situation that happened with Alton? Does he feel this way? But mm -hmm. no, that, like his mom really told him that. So I was like, yeah, okay. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why would you do that? But the the one shit that he actually did not hallucinate turned out to be the biggest thing that you should have hallucinated. You should not have called Teddy for real. And well, Teddy actually called him, but you shouldn't have picked the phone up and then uh, you know, actually gave up your tactical advantage. No, he like called he Teddy. He said because the person said he called a payphone. He paged you. No, but he paged Teddy. He oh. paged Teddy though, and then Teddy called him. So it's like, oh, you're oh, playing shit. this hockey out if you paging his nigga to call you and then tell him your secret like that, or tell him what the game plan is. It's like, come on. And since Obviously, at this point, Scully is the only um, suspect for spiking the chocolate with LSD. But do you think there was any ill intention behind that? Or do you think Scully was just doing that, the you know, as a celebration thing, as his gift, quote unquote? I really do not know because he did it to Louis and Jerome, too. He did it to the whole wedding. He I, did it he to everybody. It. Yeah. So I'm like... I guess it was just some funny joke shit, I guess, because he did it yeah. to everybody because he's cool with Louis and Jerome. So I wouldn't think it was any harm to, uh, toward them because we see in the beginning of the season that they cool now. It's the understanding and he hockey rocks with them. So I don't think it was any ill intent behind it because he could have knocked Franklin off if he really wanted to kill Franklin. Yeah. When Franklin was going through his hallucinations and he was standing right by Scully, like he could have got Franklin out of the game right there, but it was like some jokey type shit. So I guess he's okay with Franklin or he's come to the understanding that like, I just got to move on maybe. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I think the same thing. I think it was just a, a, a party gift or a wedding gift or whatever. And Scully's eyes. Cause he left like he, after he spiked that shit so i was just like oh i don't know maybe they'll um you know hit him up later or ask him in the next episode why the fuck you spiked the chocolate but i don't think it'll be a, a serious plot point i think it was just something scully did to you know make the party more lit but another person i wanted to talk about was uh leon and i told y'all leon is going full-blown malcolm x at this point this man <laughs> want to go to africa he want to get in touch with with his uh true self he want to experience different cultures to understand how other people think to under and to understand better on how to uplift the black community. And he did the dumbest shit ever. You've been pushing Wanda away this entire time. Granted, you felt like it was for her own good, but you've been pushing her away this entire time. And the moment you get high as fuck, that's when you try to come up to her and be like, come to Africa with me. She damn near slapped this man. 
but I think that's that was the 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 most important thing about this episode is that the truth was coming out of everybody. And I think mm-hmm. that's why Louie ended up telling um Franklin about the whole situation with the oh we got to break up type thing because I know she said she was going to do it like after the wedding. I don't know if she if she wanted to like make that moment like about that about you know what I'm saying breaking up, but I think like the truth was coming out of everybody. When we see Franklin having to go up against like his actual reality of being betrayed and shit like that. We seeing Leon talk to Javi and the truth is actually coming out of him about actually wanting to be a Wanda. I think the truth was just coming out of everybody when they were on the LSD. And that's why we seen the same thing out of moms too, because moms was on drugs. I think she was on LSD too. And I think that's why the truth came out of her about how she felt about Franklin. Oh, you put uh, the white man over your dad. You put in money over God. I think that's all the truth. She didn't want to say that, but it was just the truth was coming out of everybody. And I think that was a key point in this episode. And yeah. the first thing I wanted to talk about was the, the intro scene, which was Louis talking to Teddy. And uh, Teddy ended up accepting her offer of she wanted to be away from Franklin. She wanted to get product from Teddy directly. And... That shit was just so interesting to me, bro, because I I wonder if Teddy had in the back of his mind that this partnership with Franklin was already like reaching a climax of, okay, I I really don't want to do this with him anymore. Like, okay, that's why I'm moving on to Louis, because it it wouldn't make sense to have two people now, because that's just like more issues that you got to go through more complications. You would still want to flow through Franklin and just flow all the way down. So just having both of them makes me feel like he already had a feeling like, okay, I got to get Franklin out of the game or something like that. And then having that conversation with Franklin really like topped it off. Like, okay, like I already got his replacement ready anyway. And I think what's going to, um, what's going to attract Teddy to Louie more is the fact that, or this can either attract him to her more or turn him away from her. Uh, the whole situation she got of working with the LAPD and trying to have inside men with shit like that, that is either going to turn Teddy on, like, oh, okay, like, you understand how to operate certain situations, or that's going to make him say, whoa, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you getting your hands exactly. too dirty. So exactly. that's going to be a situation that um, probably next episode, because next episode is episode nine, that we might get a dive into, because we see that the officer did not kill Kane. They missed for whatever reason. Them niggas missed. It was like three officers, and all of them didn't hit Kane. Don't know how, and Kane got away. And one of the officers got killed. So that's gonna come back to bite Louie in the ass, and then that's gonna potentially affect her relationship with Teddy. So Teddy is is either going to like the fact that she's trying to get inside people in these officer situations, or he's gonna tell her to cut that. Teddy shit. gonna hate that shit, bro. Teddy gonna hate that shit if that shit is not smart and not. Uh, giving you any tactical advantage he's not going to rock with this shit at all killing Kane wasn't your problem it was Franklin's problem like have him solve it why are you trying to you know what I'm saying put your cop people to do this shit you're putting yourself in harm's way for no reason I think one thing that he would have loved about Louie was her drive her motivation she never really seen an end and stop all she wanted to do was just continuously grow and grow and grow. And that's what Teddy's trying to do. He just wants to just run run this shit to the ground, really. And that's some shit that Louis is willing to do. And Franklin is trying to get out of the game. So that's something that I think he would have liked about Louis. But her doing this dumb shit that we've already seen a couple of times with the, the cops sicking up, uh, the, the cop right in the hood and now trying to kill Kane. You're making too many mistakes when it comes to that, bro. It's just not smart. And I don't think Teddy really fuck with that. 
and people got to figure out Teddy, you know, when it comes to the rest of these characters, they got to figure out what Teddy is about at this point. Because to your point, now that Franklin is saying, okay, look, bro, I don't mind selling cocaine still every now and then, but my main goal of money now is going to be legal. Like, it's going to be real estate in this, that, and the third. Teddy ain't really rocking with that. But going back to, I think that was episode four, episode three or four, when Franklin and Louie, they had that confrontation and he was asking her, you know, what do you want out of this shit? The fact that Louie doesn't know what she wants and she wants to just continuously just keep going and going and going with just being in the drug business. Teddy is way more attracted to that because it's like, oh, you sound you don't sound like you have any actual real goals or aspirations. You know, you want to keep growing as a person. But if all that involves is just selling cocaine, Teddy loves that because he feels like he can control the situation a lot more as opposed to somebody who kind of wants to still sell cocaine, but wants to do other shit, too. So Teddy just sees um, Louie as his new pawn more so than a business partner. Exactly. And uh, another another person that needs to figure out what the fuck they want is Sissy, bro. Because I'm tired of her with this back and forth shit. She telling the, the agent, okay, uh, Teddy or some business associates are going to be at the wedding. And then mid-wedding, when she see people getting dosed with LSD, she look running up to the, the agent saying, why are you doing this, da-da-da-da. It's like, bro, you either going to be all in or all out. You, the dude already mm -hmm. told you he don't give a fuck about your son, bro. Why do you keep being confused when your son is put in harm's way like this? He don't give a fuck about Franklin. He's he's trying to kill Teddy, too. But if Franklin is jailed or killed, he will not give a fuck. So she needs to come to that conclusion because she's too half and half. Sometimes it looks like she's okay with shit going the way it is. And then we see her last episode with the tape. So I'm just like, okay, she might be into it. And then this episode, we see her at the beginning like she was into it. But the more we got into the episode, it's like, oh, no, I, I want to pull out. I want to pull out. So you got to figure out what you want, sissy. This back and forth shit is killing me at this moment. <laughs> yeah, and it's just a decision you got to make. You know, it could be a situation where your son doesn't really get affected as much as you think. Or like he said, you know, if your son just happens to fall in the stray of bullets, he just happens to fall in the stray of bullets. So <laughs> bigger picture of what you're That's trying what to I'm do. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. cause, and, and it's to the point now where you got to be willing to give your son up. Cause if you want to catch Teddy, Franklin is the main person he's been dealing with. Main connection. Time. Yes. <laughs> like you, you can't give up Teddy and Franklin just not be touched at all. It's damn not going to be impossible. It, it can, it can work. But like I said, Franklin will have to be a part of the mission. He will have to be mm -hmm. a part and actually talk to the agent and talk to the DEA agent. He will have to be a part of that shit, bro. Sissy uh, going in and out is just going to make shit more complicated because I'm pretty sure that the agent is kind of blown at this point because you're blowing my cover. You're running up on yeah. me. I'm supposed to be a caterer. And I just look suspicious because you're doing all this extra shit. So it's like, you got to calm down, bro. Either Franklin going to figure out what the fuck is going on and he going to talk to the agent or Sissy just got to move away from the whole situation because she's not a good snitch at all. You get on my nerves. Alton was better than you. At least Alton knew what the <laughs> fuck he wanted, my nigga. Alton was, hey, Alton was gung-ho to get that nigga Teddy out the game and get the drugs off the street. You going too back and forth, and it's annoying the fuck out of me. Alton knew exactly what he wanted to do. He loved Franklin, but honestly did not give a damn if it affected him in any shape or form. <laughs> As opposed to Sissy, where it's like she's trying to have her perfect world of keeping her family together on top of, you know, busting the man who ultimately killed her husband and it's just like 
Franklin won't be the only one affected. Yes, Franklin will probably face the most time or be the main person that might get killed besides Teddy. But you got to think about it. Jerome and Louis could be at risk. Uh, Leon could be at risk. You're putting everybody at risk by having this agent trying to bug your son, you know, because what if he ends up saying other people's names while him and Teddy are together or something like that? He's supposed to be getting info on Teddy. Teddy might ask him about Louis, Jerome, and this people, and then he got to start talking about, you know, the people that he's asking about. So it's more than just Franklin at that point. And Jerome, her brother, so it's like, damn, I I risk losing my son and my brother if I do this, but that's just the decision you got to make. Another episode, not episode, but another scene I found interesting was that very neat talking to Kane scene. That shit was, that was very bold of her to walk up and state that she was Franklin girl like that and say that she was pregnant. It's like, okay, like I could kill you right now and just get, (laughs) just annoy Franklin, but it's a, it was a deal already in place, but I just felt like that was very bold of her. I don't think anybody else Mm -hmm. is doing that type of shit and stepping directly to the issue, asking him like, Hey, do you have any ulterior motives with my man and what's going on? Cause I need to know now. Cause I ain't going to be in the way. If you want to kill him, let me know. So I ain't got to be in this motherfucker. Like <laughs> she was making shit real clear with that nigga. So I fuck with what she did. You just don't see that shit often, but I fucked with it. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was cool. And Kane, I think still has a bigger plan. Um, You know, being in this deal with Franklin and Leon. So I feel like that's why he's so cool about the situation right now. But on top of him already having a plan, in my mind, already having a plan and action of how he's still going to get back at them, the whole cop missing with the, you know, the um the killing that was supposed to happen, the fact that the cop missed and Kane got away, bro, his sense is going to be on 10, bro. He's going to be like, oh, she, he's going to look at Veronique now like, oh, she came and tried to set me up, blah, 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 and made sure that I wasn't going to do shit so, she could, so they could catch me in a slipping type of moment. And it, it's going to be war for real, bro, in these last two episodes. Damn, I ain't even think about that. He could think that shit was very Because when she came, she was make, she kept asking him over and over, like, you sure, like, it ain't no beef? Like, you cool? You're okay with um, doing yeah. business? And he was like, yeah, everything's straight, blah, blah, blah. And now he's going to be like, damn, did she ask me all that just to make sure I wasn't on no sneak shit? And then they catch me off guard like this? He going to think it was Franklin and them. And then Louie going to have to come out. And breaking the news to everybody that it was me. So it, it's going to be a shit storm, bro. You're right about that, bro. That's definitely going to be what he thinks. <laughs> That's definitely going to be what he thinks. Because I don't know, he might even think that she was lying about that Franklin girl situation. Like, you just said that to get close to me so that I can be okay with you so the we can have this conversation. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So she, he might even think that she's lying about the whole situation. Like, oh, you've been lying to me this whole time just to get close to me just so you can get the cops on my ass type shit. So... That's a good-ass point, bro. That, that could be what he thinks. And another scene I wanted to talk about was when Jerome and Louis were dancing, and um, Louis was just telling Jerome about the situation with Franklin. No, it wasn't but it wasn't the wedding. It was before the wedding. She was telling him, like, yeah. this is how we control our future. Like, we control our future from breaking away from Franklin. And I just kept thinking in my head, bro, like, what the fuck is she talking about? Because I don't think she fully understands the hold that Teddy can have on you. And I think that's the, the misconception that she kind of has when she looks at Franklin. She thinks Franklin getting all these business opportunities, Franklin finna get out of the game. 
But even a nigga like Franklin doesn't have control of his future because at any moment, Teddy can blackmail him and tell him to stay in the game. If not, I'm going to kill you and find, find your replacement. So nobody has control of their futures in this game. You always have somebody you have to answer to. If the person above you doesn't let you go, then that shit is what it is. So even Franklin doesn't have control. So when she was talking about that shit, I was just like, that's not true at all. That's why I, I think she doesn't really know the full extent to what Teddy can go to keep you around, bro. She doesn't understand. Yeah, and I think to to what I said earlier, you no, know, Teddy just wants a pawn. He doesn't want a business partner at this point. Maybe in season two and three, you know, he was like, no, like I really want somebody I can trust in this business that I can work with. But we had to end the season five, bro. Teddy only wants somebody he can control and somebody he can micromanage and just do the dirty work for him while he still does his CIA work, even though he's not really even in the CIA anymore, which is like, bro, Teddy has to have an end goal, too, bro, because I think that's another problem that nobody's really talking about. What does Teddy truly want at this point? Because the the whole idea of the drugs funding the war, that's no, not even he, the main they, point. They, they of touched this on that anyway. at the beginning of the season. They touched on what he wanted. They touched on he how he wants to feel important in this organization because when he was out of the CIA, he yeah, felt but... like shit. His family didn't want him. He wanted to feel important. He feels important in this role. And I think that's what he wants. He wants to, to feel like that. I don't think he really wants anything else because he has all the money in the world. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He has a wife, not a wife and a kid, but he has a, a kid. Like he could have, he could do other things, but he wants to feel important. And somebody ended up telling that. I wanted to say if that was Grady or if that was the other CIA operative, but somebody ended up telling that that's the only reason you want to be in this shit. You want to feel important. And now you don't, when you were out of the CIA, you felt like shit. Yeah. You felt like you are a nobody. It's not about yeah. the war at all. It's not about I the war. I don't know, bro. I, I feel like it has to be something bigger than just wanting to feel important. Because, yeah, that could be a main thing, but it's like, is there no, like, literal goal that you could tell somebody? Because telling somebody, I just want to feel important, that could be a goal, but what if you do everything that you're doing right now and you still don't feel like you're important? What then? I think Teddy needs an actual goal for what he's trying to do the same way we're looking at louis like what the fuck is your goal you can say all you want that i just want to grow and and get more money about okay like you're never going to stop getting money like that's mm -hmm. that's never going to end so what's an actual goal for yourself i think we got to start looking at teddy the same way because he he's going to get in a situation where he gets to a point where he's going to get exhausted again with everything he's doing, especially now that he has no motivation, you know, considering he's not really in the CIA anymore or whatever. So I don't know. He's I feel like CIA. he's got a face. He's thing. in the CIA. I don't know. I, I feel like they can't get out at this point. He don't even be having no plugs no more with shit. <laughs> he, he's in the CIA. He, he's just not the same as he once was, but he's still effective in his role. And I think that's what we see at the, at the beginning of the season when he ended up getting Grady out of there. Uh, he was noticing everything about Grady and the secret that he was uh, having was stealing the money and shit like that. Teddy is still effective. It's just that, like, other than feeling important, what else do you actually want? Like, you have no family on the outside that you can get to. Like, maybe Parissa will be a point. Maybe Parissa starts to talk to him like, hey, I want to go do other things. Like, the excitement of this is just not doing it for me anymore. So maybe bringing her in will bring that type of emotion out of him. But other than that, I think Teddy is kind of cool with the rat race of just funding the war, being cool, feeling important type of shit. And I think that's just what we see. And I don't know if Teddy going to want anything else because he has everything, honestly. True.
Yeah, except his wife and kid. He got everything but Because <laughs> if, if he had if the, he if he had them, because we seen in earlier seasons that was kind of his it was his motivation. And then when they when the wife left him and the kid left, it was like ah, now I'm just doing this for the war. So he felt the attachment to the war because the war and the funding and the CIA was there for him when nobody else was. So I think it's mm-hmm. the loyalty behind it as well that they never left me. They never abandoned me until they actually did abandon him uh, in the last season. So that's why I think it's not the same attachment, but it now is just the feeling of importance at this point. Damn, bro. Teddy's psycho as hell, bro. Teddy get emotionally (laughs) distressed. He find different ways to kill people all the damn time. Teddy is a strange individual, bro. You tell shit about Teddy and tell him about himself. Uh, I think he was taking pictures of Franklin financial records, bro. Cause remember, bro, he was talking to that white dude. It felt like I'm the only one that actually remembered this white dude at the end of episode six. I rewatched the episode, was. bro, and I wanted to ask a question about that because it didn't sound like he yes. was trying to. I didn't sound like he was trying to tap into Franklin. It sounded like he wanted to get away. He was he was like, "Give me your account numbers. I can change your name." He's like, "Give me all of your your uh the, your versions of identification, different variations of identification." It was like. Is Teddy trying to get away? Is he trying to no. change his name and move somewhere? That's what I no, felt when I watched this. it. Because <laughs> he's doing this. But that's How what I'm saying. Do? But you said last week that he was saying it for, frankly, he was getting all that for information. Franklin. Franklin. He's trying tap to get Franklin, Franklin information. Yeah, I thought I he was like talking about to... himself. He was trying to nah, get himself and move off. I think he's trying to get Franklin information because at around the end of the episode, um... You see he's taking pictures of all of Franklin's documents, and that was after the phone call that they had earlier that day of Franklin telling him mm-hmm. he's going to kill him. So it, he was already in the works of trying to get Franklin's financial documents, trying to get this, that, and the third, trying to get his ID and whatnot. And then you call me and tell me you're going to kill me on top of that? I'm going to your crib, and I'm taking pictures of everything you have. That's exactly what Teddy's doing. Teddy is trying to get everything on Franklin to where Franklin has no choice but to shut the hell up and just sell cocaine. I don't know, bro. Because if you get his real estate info, that's kind of weird because social security number and everything, you have Franklin by the balls, bro. You got him by the balls. A nigga tell you that he about to kill you and you, you take pictures of his financial records, Teddy. I thought he was going to that nigga apartment to set some scheme up to kill this nigga Franklin or some shit. But this nigga goes to take pictures? I'm just like, nah. so so you taking pictures while Franklin could actually be pulling a, a masterful plan to get you killed. But you you got his financial records, though, that might not ever come out. That's what you telling. Your, the financial records is going to save your life, Teddy? They going to save sometimes, your life? Sometimes... <laughs> Sometimes telling somebody you fucking with their money and fucking with their livelihood will affect them way more than telling them you're going to kill them. Because Franklin's a drug dealer. I'm pretty sure he gets told, like, niggas want to kill you or somebody going to kill you. He gets told that every other day. So it's like, yeah, business is business. I got bodyguards. I got niggas who will hit for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't got to worry about that. But somebody coming at you telling you, I got your social security number. I got your ID. I got your financial records. I have your multi-million dollar business. I got every financial necessity that you need of security for that. Like you fear, you put fear in someone else so much more who's already been around violence. The violence ain't going to affect Franklin like that for real. He's just going to be like, all right, let's go time. You want to kill me? I'm going to kill you. Teddy come up to this man and be like, I have everything on you. Like you and your family will be broke as fuck living in the ghetto again if it's my decision. 
that might make Franklin look like, damn, I really got to reconsider how I'm going about this. But the thing is, Teddy already has a replacement, though. So, like, he going, it feels like he going too far with these extra steps when you could honestly just get Franklin out of the game. So, it's like, you already have Louie waiting in the wings. So, that's what I'm saying. It's just, it's just weird, bro. If a nigga tell you, I'm going to kill you, you take pictures of his financial records. And when you have his replacement already waiting in the wings, are you waiting for something to pop off? Do you want Franklin to stay around? Do you not want to kill Franklin? I don't think he wants to kill Franklin. I think that's more so the tie-in. He doesn't want to kill Franklin. He actually fucks with Franklin very heavy. But he realizes that Franklin is getting fed up with the bullshit. And I think that's why Teddy is doing all of this blackmailing shit and trying to get all of his records. I think that's the reason, bro. He actually fucks with Franklin to a point where he doesn't want to kill him. But at this point, when when Franklin just told you that he wants to kill you, bro, straight up, it's like you should be doing more than what you're doing right now. That's how I feel. True. I already talked about the, the hallucinations. I was um, yeah. just going back to that point, though, of all of Franklin's belief coming, coming to the forefront like that. Like how I don't know if. I don't know, bro. I really think that's how he feels about killing his dad or what Louis, not Louis, but what Sissy ended up telling him about, oh, you put the white man over your dad. You put uh, money yeah. over God. I think that's how Franklin really feels in the really felt about that situation. He really feels like that. The way that Rob was telling him, oh, you've killed all his, uh, you killed me. You, you know what I'm saying? You didn't have to kill me. You could have took me to a home. Like that's how he really felt, but he felt like he couldn't trust Rob. So all of these people, even when he had this conversation with himself of, oh, you destroying your community, you killed this person, this person, this person. You talking about you help people. You don't help anybody. You don't help anybody but yourself. This is how Franklin really feels. These are his real beliefs and what he's doing. So it, yeah. it just all came to the forefront in this episode. And that shit was just dope to me, bro, because it, it gave you an insight into how he really feels, like how it really affects him. Like you do all of this shit. You do all of this killing, but we never really get an insight to how you really feel like emotionally, really. And it felt like we really got an emotional in, inside look into how Franklin feels about certain shit and what happened in the past as well. And I think it was just funny how Rob Rob pointed out, Sissy pointed out, and himself, um, you kill anybody who just doesn't follow your orders. Or you, you, kill, you give somebody the boot and just kick them out your life if they don't follow your orders. So, yeah, you're helping people. But it's kind of like you lean on that as your crutch. Whenever you do something fucked up, you lean on the fact of, well, I'm helping people at the same time. Like, I'm doing this. I'm putting money into this and all that. It's like, okay, we're not saying you're not doing that. But don't let that keep being a crutch to excuse the bullshit that you do. And I and think who that is was he helping, really? Other yeah, than who himself. are you helping for real? That's what I'm saying. Who is it? You're not giving back to the community. <laughs> I ain't seen him who give money you? back to Leon Project yet. Like <laughs> the project, you're not helping shit project. but yourself, bro. Everything, and we've seen bro, that this like, whole season. Like, oh, bro, you trying to get out the game? You want to fund your million dollar or ten million dollar business and real estate project? You're not worried about anybody else but yourself. So you keep saying you helping people. So going back to your point, you're using helping people as a crutch. And I don't remember you helping people in a couple of seasons, my nigga. Mm -hmm. So you just lying to yourself is what he's really doing. And I, that's why I think his his uh, internal self really told him that. You've been lying to yourself this whole time about who you really are. The the one time, and it's not the only time, I'm sure, in, the, in this whole series, but the one time that I really remember when Franklin first realized how helpful he could be to his community, bro, it was like see around the end of season one or midway through season one when uh 
he bought the whole neighborhood. He bought the kids in the whole neighborhood ice cream from the ice cream truck. Like that simple act of kindness of just helping the kids in your community, bro. And you saw the look on Franklin face like, damn, like, you mean I could sell drugs, but I can make this shit, you know, positively affect my people. Like just something as simple as giving all the kids in the hood ice cream, bro. Like that was a moment where Franklin genuinely seen how he could help people. And we haven't seen too many moments like that from him since. We've seen moments of him helping people and whatnot or helping certain black businesses. But that was one of the few moments where I literally seen Franklin genuinely just help just because he he just wanted to. Yeah. And and that shit is crazy because um one of my favorite books is Celestine Prophecy. And um they talk about being preoccupied with your 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 life and your everyday struggle that you forget what the 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 major motivation and what your biggest motivation is when you talk about the shit. I think coming into the game, his biggest motivation was to help out his community. He wanted to sell drugs to get more money to help out his community because he's seeing what was going down, but then you became its biggest problem and you became so preoccupied with your everyday life that you get hockey got lost in the sauce bro so now you think your main goal is still what it was in season one when that honestly isn't your goal anymore bro you've just been worried about getting out of the game getting more money getting more money when that your goal was supposed to be this like we haven't seen you help out anybody in a long ass time bro like but that was your main goal but you got lost in the sauce when you talk about oh he getting uh, attacked every week you gotta worry about man boy you gotta worry about other people betraying you you kind of get lost in the sauce and you forget about what your, your main goal is and i think that's why we once again he he's forgetting about his biggest thing and he he, he still thinks he helps out people but he really doesn't he got a he got a lot to look about he got a lot to look into bro when it comes to his own thoughts bro i'm telling you and i wonder if that's going to cause like a, a change in his mentality not to the extent of like a leon but if he's going to yeah. uh, turn a leaf in season 6 to actually go back to the person that he tried to be of like more so helping people out of because Alton and so many people have told him like, bro, you're destroying the community, bro. Like people are not even being ingratiated with you. They just view, view you as this kingpin who just destroys. But even somebody like a Frank Lucas destroy the communities of whether he was, I think he was in New York. Frank Lucas used to destroy New York with drugs, but he ended up giving back to New York and they loved him in that city because he ingratiated himself with the city. He gave back. So even though he was destroying on one end, he was giving back. So it was like, oh, it's kind of balancing out his acts. Even though he was doing more, more harm than good, people seen him do good. So it was like, I guess we just got to live with him. I guess he's a good guy. This, that, the third. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think Franklin has to turn into, the, into that path if he wants to get ingratiated by community and get back to that, oh, I'm helping people point of view. And like Avi said, bro, you you got the war inside. Like you're somebody who can be whatever you want and do whatever you want. And all those different personalities of what you can or will or are be, you know what I'm saying? Like you you have to come to a decision of which personality you want that. Yeah, you, you got to come to that realization of which personality you want to be the forefront. And that's what Avi meant when he was telling me you got the war inside of you. You know, you're not just a simple person who just does this and does this. It's like, no, you can do so much more than what you're doing. And you don't even realize it because you're letting other parts of your personality dictate what you're doing. So Franklin got to realize, like you said, you know, do I want to be the community builder, you know, and let drugs be the way I got into this, but not be the way that I'm 
gonna go about it the entire time, or you're just gonna be a kingpin, bro. You could be either one, and you're gonna be great at either one that you do because you're just that type of individual. But you got to figure out which one. It's gonna be an interesting thing with Franklin. I think this this scene or this this episode is gonna actually change his perspective going into season six. Facts. I don't even know what to expect for season six. I really don't. I hope it's good, bro. I just hope it. Whatever angle they take, I just hope they end it on a good note. Not not saying I that I don't want no bad shit to happen at the end of the season, but I'm saying like in a I want it to end in a good note as we liked it. This is what has to start happening, bro. And I think I think Snowfall, and I think this is why a lot of people are saying that it's it's kind of falling off, and it's falling off is that they're holding on too much to characters instead of the story because some of these characters should have been dead by now bro like it's season five and we still have a lot of people we have that we had bro we have everybody <laughs> that we had from the beginning so you telling me we've been in this game for five four or five years and nobody has died from this shit niggas is not that smart and even when you're that smart you still die by somebody in the hands of the game bro we stay have to start losing major characters bro like all of these characters hanging around for season six just doesn't feel right bro because that's not realistic you have to lose big people in this game, bro. So whether it's Jerome that dies or whether it's Leon that dies, somebody major has to start dying. Killing niggas like Alton is not going to continue to satisfy. Killing people or like Rob Sissy and, or Kevin. Or Rob, exactly. Know? Like, that's not going to satisfy. It's like, we don't give a fuck about these characters. Alton was, was yeah. cool, but killing niggas like Rob and Thad, it's like, who are these niggas for real to us? Like, you have to start killing major characters. You're holding on too much to your characters as being the, the selling point of your show instead of the story the story has to be the main point so you have to start killing major people bro we have to because i think that's another reason why franklin is just in the mindset of everything is gonna be all right for me at the end of the day because all my people still here and i think reality is not going to hit him on the decision that he has to make personally until he starts losing people until Jerome gets gets popped, you know, until Leon dies or until his mom, you know, maybe not die, but maybe if he finds out his mom, you know, switched on him or some shit like that. Something traumatic with one of these other characters has to happen with Franklin to the point where he flips that switch in his head of a new mode that he has to get into. But as long as everybody's alive. He gets to, you know, he argues with people now and then, but he still has a pretty good, genuine relationship with everybody. Everybody's alive. Everybody getting money. It's kind of like, a, okay, where's the where's the turning point going to come? You know, so that exactly. that is the question that everybody's asking right now. Exactly. So season six, I, I honestly hope one or two people die by the end of this season. Like yes. in these last two episodes. <laughs> like stop, stop killing the enemies is my point. Stop killing niggas that, like that's Like, okay, make, uh, that's cool. That's going to make me mad in season six if that's the season where everybody just start dying. Like, then that's going to piss me off because it's like, y'all, I feel like y'all going to just put, y'all going to pull too much crazy shit to just start killing people when it's like y'all could have gradually killed people to the point to where when season six gets here, it doesn't have to be that much death. But I don't want to see nobody gets killed in the first five seasons and then season six gets here niggas start dropping like flies and it's like damn like if y'all was gonna keep niggas this whole time y'all could have closed it with everybody being here instead of just killing everybody in the end so 
know. And that's my and that's my point with uh a lot of people say this show lost its luster with the when John Singleton passed. I don't believe that to be true because I, I like this all the way until season four, and I think John Singleton died at like the end of season one. But I think he wrote or had a big hand in season two already because it was already laid out. And I think that was his plan to gradually kill the big characters because we lost Kev season two and Kev was a huge character. I think we were going to gradually kill more and more big characters if John Singleton was still alive. I think that was his plan. But when other people started to write and have control over the storyline, they just started to hold on too much to the characters where it's like, bro, this shit just not realistic, bro. It's more so like season mm-hmm. two is what's real. Sometimes you got to kill your people and sometimes your people going to have to get killed in this game, bro. It's not realistic. They have to just go all the way to three, four years and nobody significant dies at all other than your dad who just started coming around like come on bro you you gotta get better with that and i think that i i that's why i give some credits to the, the singleton point that it did lose his luster but uh but yeah sometimes jerome, I agree with that jerome should have been dead by now bro jerome should have been dead jerome is a hothead that isn't that smart you know like jerome is a character where if he would have died it would have made sense because you can catch jerome lacking easily like yeah he's a big nigga he's a nigga you can't beat when it comes to fighting but he's somebody who isn't as smart and as tactical as a Louis or as a Franklin, you know, or even as a Leon in some instances, you know. So Jerome is somebody who could have died by now. Leon being Franklin's best friend, if he would have died in any of these seasons, that and he almost did that one time when he got shot, you know. So if he would have died, that would have Franklin hard too. I think that's the thing. Snowfall gets you on shit like that, where it's an almost type of thing. It's like, oh, we, oh Louis almost got killed. Oh, Leon mm-hmm. almost got killed. Oh, Franklin almost got killed. So they get off on shit like, oh, oh, the suspense. Or is he going to die? They get off on shit like that when it's like, no, you should go all the way through with it. Like, Louis should have died when she got shot at that drive-by. That would have made for a better show because, oh, a significant person in this storyline has been lost. How would Jerome react to it? But she stays alive. Like that that scene with Scully and Louie. Scully doesn't kill Louie. He he starts to cry over the shit. It's like, that's not real, bro. Scully should want his revenge yeah. to get back at Louie. Like, that's what I'm saying. They always kill you with that almost shit. When y'all should just go through with the shit because it would make for a better story. So, I agree, yeah. bro. Hopefully yeah. they ended on a good note. The season, the episode nine synopsis is the episode is called Departures, and it says Jerome and Louis separate themselves from Franklin. And you can go ahead and hit them with the trailer. I knew you were a killer. I also believed you wanted out. What if it's too late? I sent Buckley to kill Kane. You won't fight to be my guest, but I won't be there. Only one episode before the season finale. An officer is dead, and I want to know why. The bluff here is not good for anyone. Keep doing, man! I'll be ready for what's coming. So it looks like they find out what actually happened with that whole situation of who was behind, mm-hmm. like, Buckley trying to kill Kane. So I think they realized that, oh, it was Louis this whole time type shit. So, yeah, that shit definitely going to fall back on her ass. That yeah. shit definitely going to fall back on her ass. And that's a good thing. That shit's going to be crazy. And I think Leon is seeing how, even though they didn't purposely, because the cops came at them first, but he sees how killing is going to turn up the city for real. Like, you know, that's some shit you just don't do, especially back in that time when the police, I mean, the police got 
free reign now to kill niggas if they want based off of what we've seen but especially during that time during the crack epidemic and everything how they could just literally bust in any black people do whenever they want bro it's like if you kill a cop even in self-defense if they're dirty if they're dirty cops and they're trying to kill you and you kill them the city is still gonna turn up on you bro so the fact that leon was just trying to kill a cop just for no reason at all you know just to start a war he's gonna see the effect of that now with what louis has going on and i think that's why he's telling her like i hope you're ready for what's gonna happen because even though you didn't purpose even though you yourself did not kill this cop you gonna have to deal with all the repercussions of that shit, bro so leon i'm glad leon never went through with that plan because he's gonna see how even unintentionally killing a cop can fuck up your whole life Somebody has to die by the end of the season. Two episodes left. It has to be Louis or Jerome. It has to get out of the game. It's no way that you can come back from that where Buckley probably going to be on his ass because now people are questioning him too of like, why were you even running up on these people in their hood? Like, what did they do? You know what I'm saying? Like, you have no motive to go over there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You had no reason other than Louis. So he's going to start questioning. The captain going to start questioning. And Buckley has to come to him with some sort of answers. He's going to start looking at Louis like, hey. <laughs> we're gonna have to get something yeah. right or something or louis just gonna have to get out of the game because uh she caused the shit so i don't know bro interesting thing interesting thing but uh any other predictions nah that's it i'm ready for next week though like you said somebody gotta die at this point somebody gotta die bro somebody gotta die all right you can hit it with the social media you can follow us on twitter at qe podcast one instagram at q a n d uh, Q-A-N-D-E podcast and our Gmail Q-A-N-D-E podcast at gmail.com. Yes, and you can subscribe to all of our podcast platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And you can subscribe to our Q&E media page. It is Q-A-N-D-E-Media.com. Our Instagram is Q-A-N-D-E Media. And our Twitter is Q-E Media. And we appreciate you guys for listening and watching. And we out. Peace.